0: easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the 31st for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash workshop. Hello, everyone. How are you all? Thank you so much for joining me once again. I'm just back from London. And if you've got me on Instagram, you'll have seen how busy of a weekend it's been. As I explained last week, it was a bit of a trip for my partner's 30th. It ended up being cancelled last year because of the pandemic. And we just hadn't really had the time to rebook it until now. We've both been busy with work. So on the first night when we got there, it was literally nonstop from the second we got there, but we went to see the Lion King and oh my God, it was one of the best things that I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm not even exaggerating. Like I kept visualizing how good it was going to be on the weeks leading up to it. And somehow as if by magic, our tickets ended up being upgraded and we ended up being in the fourth row from the stage. Like if that's not the law of attraction, I'm manifesting it. It's finest. I don't know what is. I'm not one for musicals, and neither is my partner, but everyone knows the story of The Lion King, don't they? Like, I pretty much cried from the second it started, from the circle of life all the way to the end. It was just amazing. Like, it's been on in London now for about 20 years. You've probably already seen it before. Um, And I think, I just can't quite believe that I've never given it any notice, and I want to go back and watch it again tomorrow. So yeah, if you're ever in London, go and see The Lion King. But also while we we're in London, we also went on this um, river cruise with like a three course meal up and down the Thames. We did a load of sightseeing. We went to Camden Market and we even got to have drinks and a meal up the Shard. And I mean, what an experience that was. Like the food was insane. It was absolutely out of this world. Obviously it was quite pricey, but it's not like it's something I'd be doing daily or weekly. It was basically just to celebrate his 30th birthday. But I honestly can say it was the nicest food I've ever had in my entire life. I keep talking about it to everyone I've ever met. Oh, it was just fantastic. And obviously being that high up as well, like I thought I would be a bit scared and Johnny's a bit scared of like heights and stuff. But The views were just incredible and we couldn't get a book until 10pm at night as well. So we thought it was going to be a bit late, but we went for drinks in one of the bar areas first. So we were there from about 8 o'clock till midnight and it was just insane. So yeah, I'm slowly returning to Normality. (laughs) And I think that the next thing that we have to look forward now is Christmas and New Year. I'm still not allowed to put my Christmas tree up just yet. But Johnny's mum is over from Malaga next weekend to visit, so I'm hoping that I can twist his arm to put it up with her as a little mother-son bonding activity. That's how I'm going to spin it anyway. And I do apologise in advance for my breathy tones yet again. I still haven't got over this cold. It's not coronavirus. I've been tested a couple of times. I've had a PCR. I've had a LFT done. I'm just still very breathy. So I do apologize if I'm coughing or anything during this podcast. Right, how did y'all get on with your energy experiments at home last week? I had some amazing messages from you over on Instagram. So if you remember, we firstly were going to ask the universe for a sign. And then secondly, we were going to give our attention to seeing green cars or green vehicles. And what a response I've had to this. Let me just get my phone. So I had a message from Becky and Becky said, OMG, you'll never believe what just happened to me. I gave the universe 48 hours to respond to give me a signal on whether or not I should go for an interview with another company. I went into work Saturday morning and my boss told me that we were all going to be unfortunately redeployed as the project we were working on was being defunded. It was like the universe was telling me to go for this other job. Wow i applied that night for this new job and have been invited for an interview already i just know that this job was meant for me everything happens for a reason thank you for bringing this into my life it's so real and absolutely crazy that was a message from becky how crazy that she asked for help to be given a signal of which way to turn and the universe gave a one straight off the bat that's insane i'm going to screenshot this message as well and put it on my story on instagram Um, I also had another message. Where is it? From Ellie. I'm sure it was Ellie. There we go. Ellie. Uh, She said, you'll never guess what just happened to me. I asked the universe for a sign to let me know if I would ever have a baby after I've been trying for so long with no luck. I asked this on Friday night. And just like you said, I asked for an answer within 48 hours. I went out shopping on Saturday morning with my mom and everywhere we went, we saw baby things including lots of baby grows, same things like, I love my mummy," And I even received an email whilst I was out with a discount code for mamas and papas, which I found quite odd as I never signed up to their mailing list. That's against GDPR. Um, all the way home, I was looking out of the car window and kept seeing things saying congratulations or it's a boy. And I even saw a woman walking along heavily pregnant with a banner saying "Mummy to be. I just thought, is this because I'm giving all my attention to that? It's all that I am seeing now. Anyway, that was the Saturday. Today is Tuesday. I took a pregnancy test last night and it's positive. I know this might sound weird, me telling you all of this, but I just wanted to say thank you for giving me the hope and faith to know that this was coming to me. I've been telling everyone about this podcast. You're amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. How amazing is that message from Ellie? I actually had goosebumps and started welling up while I was reading it before. I know I've messaged you back directly, Ellie, but another massive congratulations from me and practically everyone that's listening to this. What a super special way to find out. That's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for letting me in on that and for sharing that as well. And um, the second energy experiment last week was to give your attention to and look out for green cars. And I had so many messages about this. People just randomly sending me pictures of green cars that they'd sent out and seen out and about, and green cars that they'd seen in car parks. One that's would seen in soaps on TV. It was crazy. I think I had just under forty messages from people in relation to the green car experiment. I'd even seen a fair few green cars driving around London at the weekend too. And it's so odd when you give your attention to something, you start seeing it all the time. And just remember, like I said last week, if you therefore give all your attention to positivity, you must attract more positivity to you because you're looking for positive situations. So I want to quickly talk about the time that I asked for a sign from my granddad. I'm not quite sure if this is the law of attraction or him speaking to me from the afterlife. So I'll let you be the judge of that. But my granddad died two years ago in July, and I was absolutely heartbroken. Like, he practically raised me, so I always saw him as, like, a father figure. And when we lost him, it kind of flipped the whole family's worlds upside down. And my nan was lovely enough to let me have some of his ashes, which I have in a marble kind of egg receptacle on a shelf in our living room. And it's next to the program from his funeral with his picture on, you know, like with the picture and the dates that they died and things on. And whenever I feel lonely or I just want to get something off my chest, I look up at that shelf and I start chatting away. Now, this might sound absolutely crazy, but it's just what I do. I mean, people do it for comfort, don't they? Anyway, I asked him to give me a sign a couple of months ago that things were going to be all right and that he was actually listening to me whenever I talked. And that same day, multiple things happened. So firstly, when he died, just to give you a bit of background, we were trying to get access to his laptop and his emails to sort out things like car insurance, mobile phone payments, things that were basically on his emails. And in his glasses case, we found a little slip of paper with his password on. And every single one of his passwords contained the word Geronimo, followed by some numbers. And Geronimo is a bit of an odd word that you don't really hear anymore these days. It's a bit like shouting tally ho or something like that. Anyway, that same day that I was working away, I remember looking up at the TV and I saw an alpaca with the words Geronimo the alpaca at the bottom of the screen. So if you're in the UK, you'll have seen them all over the news a couple of months ago. It was the alpaca that had bovine uh, tuberculosis, I think it was. And he was going to be destroyed and the owners were going to court to battle it. And it was really sad, Uh, but it was all over the news. But yeah, that alpaca was called Geronimo the alpaca. Now, you don't hear that word Geronimo all the time. And this was literally minutes after me asking my grandad for a sign that he was listening or things were going to be all right. So how odd that I'd asked him for a sign and the word Geronimo appeared out of nowhere. But it didn't end there. So at my granddad's funeral, they played um, You'll Never Walk Alone at his request. And minutes after seeing Geronimo on my TV, I remember opening Facebook and one of my friends, Deborah, had uploaded a picture of her son, Jules, outside of Liverpool Football Stadium. Like, I'm gay, I don't know what it's called. And the top of the gates had words on them which said, You'll Never Walk Alone. So I had goosebumps straight away and I rang my mum in tears And while I was on the phone to her, she just stopped talking and said, put BBC One on. And as I flipped it over, there was a segment on about Captain Tom, you know, that pensioner that raised loads of money for the NHS during the pandemic. And what song was playing in the background? You'll never walk alone. And just remember thinking, oh my God, like, is this the universe telling me that everything's going to be all right? Or is it my granddad trying to reach out to me? And just as I did, his funeral program fell from that shelf. Now, you can't tell me that all of that was just coincidence. So it was just so surreal how it all happened within a few minutes of me asking. But like I say, I'll leave it up to you to decide whether you think that that was something supernatural or the law of attraction at work. I'm still in two minds. I'm not entirely sure. But continuing on from all this manifesting, I also wanted to mention about one of my friends, Georgia. So. George has worked in a dead-end job now for as long as I've known her, basically. And I could see it's been absolutely draining her and getting her down, especially during the lockdown, because she's continued to go into her office while most others have been working from home. Anyway, she quit her job in the midst of the pandemic earlier this year. I think it was to concentrate on her health and happiness, she said. So she moved back in with her parents until she was back on her feet again. And I spoke to her a few months back and she said that she'd been applying for anything and everything that was coming up, but she was having no luck at even getting so far as being shortlisted for an interview. And it's a real shame because I've worked alongside Georgia in the past and she's a really hard and loyal worker. I felt really sorry for her. So recently she got into reading about the law of attraction and manifesting and she started on her spiritual journey. She bought a few crystals from me, for example, and she started meditating daily. Now, after a couple of weeks, I remember getting a phone call from her and she'd asked where she was going wrong and why things weren't changing for her. So I'd asked what she meant and she said that, like, in other words, she couldn't get a job because of her mindset, I think was her exact words. But to me, it was really obvious looking in from the outside, but she just couldn't see it herself. So I just said, can I be blunt with you? And I said, you're looking for a new job. And her ultimate goal was basically to obviously get employed. And she'd said to me that to keep her health, she wasn't setting an alarm on a morning to ensure that she got all the sleep that she needed uninterrupted. Then she was applying for jobs all day, sat in her pajamas whilst watching daytime TV, eating whenever she wanted with absolutely no structure to a day. And she thought that this was a positive thing because she'd said it obviously meant that she could go in the bath and meditate whenever she wanted to. And it was obviously good for her own own mental health. So I quickly jumped in and I asked her what this looked like from the outside. So if I was the universe, for example, looking in, what would it look like to me? And she sat there baffled. So I told her and I said, look, it looks like you're enjoying being unemployed that you don't have a care in the world. You can get up whenever you want to because you have nowhere to be or nowhere to go, no one to see. You can eat whatever you want because you're constantly in your house. You can have a bath daily and have a proper soak because you've got nowhere to go. And although that looks like bliss to her, the universe was giving her more of that. And I remember telling her all of this and she still didn't get it. So I just said like, Georgia, look, from Monday coming... I want you to set an alarm for 7am every day, Monday to Friday, forget the weekends, but I want you to get up, I want you to have a shower, make your breakfast, get yourself dressed and glammed up and ready for the day, even if you don't have any plans to leave the house. And just by doing this, you're putting yourself into that mindset of what it would be like if you did have a job. And I could kind of hear the... hogs turning as she was slowly getting it and she then asked me if it would be better if she left the house and maybe went to apply for jobs on her laptop at a public place exactly that i told her like by getting herself ready for the day and getting out and about she was getting back into work mode so off she went every day that week she got up at seven o'clock she said and she was ready and out the house by eight she found a lovely quiet local coffee shop where she bought herself a nice breakfast from daily and she applied for jobs for an hour or two out in the real world, away from her bedroom at a parent's house. And I remember her telling me that she'd bought herself some new work clothes in preparation for when she actually got her interview in a new job and that she'd started wearing these clothes to leave the house on a morning to really feel what it would be like to be on her way to a new job. And I remember one day she rang me and she said that the weirdest thing had happened. She had been sat in that coffee shop applying for jobs and the shop owner served her breakfast to her. She said that she had been coming in a lot lately for work and that she'd seen that she'd been applying for jobs. And they got talking about what she'd done in the past. And the coffee shop owner said that they were going to be expanding into the business next door. And that they were going to start an actual restaurant style approach. More like a cafe than a coffee shop. And that was kind of just to bump it up. And after hearing Georgia's qualifications and her past experience and her story, the owner had said that she was about to put out an advert for an operations manager role. And she went and got the information from behind the counter and gave it to Georgia. And she read it through. And I remember Georgia saying to me, Mark, it's absolutely perfect. It is literally like my dream job on paper. And she was interviewed about a week later, and needless to say, she got that job. Fast forward, like, six months or so that it's been, I think, and what a difference I can see in Georgia. Like, she's beaming from ear to ear, and it's just so happy to see her, like, full of life again. It's really amazing and lovely to see, and she's absolutely loving the job. And I've said it before, and I'll say it over and over, louder for the people at the back. You need to live the life that you want to have when you believe it inside and you have a feeling of knowing that your wants and wishes are coming to you, they'll appear in the real world. They have to. I do lots of research into different things for these podcast episodes and I've recently been reading a huge case study on all of this that was done on women going in for IVF treatment and once one woman came forward about this, lots of others did too. And again, they passed it all off as coincidental when in actual fact, it's the law of attraction at work. There's absolutely no doubt about it reading this from my perspective, but see what you think. So basically, 30% of people in this case study that were going through their IVF journey suddenly conceived naturally, even though they had unexpected infertility issues. So they conceived naturally through normal intercourse, normal sex. And I honestly believe that this is manifesting at work. So if you go in for a treatment, for example, you expect it to work. So therefore, those people that have been going in for the IVF will have been getting into the mindset that they're actually going to conceive and have a baby. It's kind of like the placebo effect. Like in the olden days, doctors would give sugar pills to patients with unknown diseases. And miraculously, their conditions would improve, as if they'd been given an actual treatment for those diseases, but all they'd been given was sugar. It's kind of like when you fell over as a child, so you might have bumped your head or leg and you'd be screaming in pain, and your mama dad would come running over and they'd rub it better, and they'd be like, "Oh, let me give it a kiss, I'll kiss it better and suddenly, the pain would disappear. If we were able to trick our minds into placebo effects earlier in life, how can we find it so hard to do nowadays all grown up? It's literally the way that we've been conditioned over the years. You can easily trick your mind. One amazing way to calm and trick your mind that I've been doing more research on recently as well is EFT tapping. So for those of you that don't know, EFT stands for emotional freedom tapping. And it's basically an alternative treatment for physical pain and emotional distress. And it's also referred to as tapping or psychological acupressure. And people who use this technique believe that tapping the body can create a balance in your energy system and help to treat that pain and anxiety. It is still being researched worldwide, but EFT tapping has been used to treat people with anxiety and people with PTSD and things like that. And it's quite similar to acupuncture and it focuses on the meridian points across the body or energy hotspots, as some people call them. And it does that by restoring the balance to the body's energy. And it's believed that by restoring that energy, it can help relieve symptoms that a negative experience or emotion might have caused. And just like acupuncture, it's based heavily on Chinese medicine, Um, And like I said, the meridian points are thought of as areas of the body that energy flows through. And these pathways will help balance the energy flow to maintain your health. And basically, any imbalance can influence disease or sickness. So as you probably know, acupuncture uses needles to apply pressure to these energy points, whereas EFT just uses your own fingertip, tapping your body to apply pressure. And the tapping helps you access your body's energy and send signals to that part of the brain that controls the stress. So it's claimed that by stimulating the meridian points through the EFT tapping, it can reduce the stress or negative emotion that you feel from your issue, which will obviously ultimately restore your balance to the disrupted energy. So I first came across this a couple of years ago whilst listening to an audio book. I think it's in uh, Follow Your Passion, Find Your Power by Bob Doyle. And in that book, Bob talks about using EFT techniques to help you control and calm your mind long enough to allow you to manifest. And it is really interesting. And I've seen recently videos on TikTok and social media of EFT techniques being rolled out across schools to help with anxiety and depression. And I know when I worked in mental health a few years ago, they used to have EFT sessions with staff and service users. But Obviously, back then, I didn't really know what it was. And I also wasn't curious enough to find out. So as soon as I started hearing about it in this audio book, I kind of clicked that this is what was offered in classroom form in the NHS. So there are a few meridian points across the body that you would basically tap in sequence with your finger. And just like acupuncture, there's a part of the body that deals with everything. So for example, there are several points on the side of your hand That when tapped and pressed, it could help to treat a cold or a cough. I should be really using that myself. Um, Just like there are several points across the body that would help with treating pain or inflammation or headaches or nausea, the list is endless, okay? The main points for calming the mind and ridding your mind of anxiety are the ones around your face. So, there's the eyebrow point. So, where the eyebrows begin, closest to the bridge of the nose, then you would tap the side of your eye, on the bone directly along the outside of either eye then under the eye so on the bone directly under the eye um then the next is under the nose so the fulcrum area directly beneath the nose and above your top lip next would be the chin so this is the area just below your bottom lip but above your chin right in that crease then we've moved down to the collarbone so you start from where your collarbones meet in the center and then you go down an inch and out an inch on either side, then it's under your arm. So on your side, about four inches beneath the armpit, you just tap there. And the last point in this sequence is the top of your head, so directly on the crown of your head. And basically, you would tap maybe 10 to 20 times in rapid succession in one point, kind of like this speed. Hope you heard that. And then you would move to the next point and you would keep going round in that cycle of eight points until you feel better. And it usually takes two to three minutes in total, but this shit really works. Like some people think it works just because it takes your mind off things whilst you're tapping. But if it works, it works. Don't question the how or why. I remember in that audio book I was listening to, it suggested that that technique was then coupled with affirmations so you could write eight affirmations on what you were trying to achieve. So for example, um let's say I wanted cash flow and abundance. My affirmations would be something along the lines of I am grateful for the wealth that I have in my life. I release all negativity around building wealth or I am prosperous, wealthy and happy. And then you would start your tapping at your first point and you would say one of these affirmations until you've completed those 10 to 20 taps. Then you would move on to the next point and the next affirmation. And what that does is it wipes the mind of any thoughts in the past or the future, grounding you to the present moment. And as I've spoken about this before, there is no more powerful time to manifest than when you were in the present moment, not thinking about anything else or being sidetracked by any other thoughts. So give that a go for yourself. Google EFT tapping points and then press on images and you'll see a full list of points that you can use. So maybe write yourself some affirmations and give that manifestation technique a shot. Alternatively, use the tapping for anxiety relief or pain relief, whatever you feel the need to. I'm also going to leave an EFT information page link in the show notes below so that you can have a read in a bit more detail for yourself. But like I say, play around with it. If you wanted um i don't know to get rid of a headache just google eft headache points and it will tell you exactly where you need to tap or hold on your body and it will get rid of that symptom let me know how you get on if you do choose to try it to get in touch you can reach me at canny crystals on tiktok and instagram or my personal which is at mart tweedy all links are in my show notes But yeah, drop me a message and let me know what you think about this podcast as well. I'm always up for hearing your thoughts on how I could improve it or what topics you want me to cover, what you want me to talk about. Um, I've been working on getting my first guest speaker really soon as well. And if it comes off, it will be massive. I wish I could share more information at this point, but until it's confirmed, I ain't jinxing it. So please, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Tell all your friends about it. And don't forget to visit my website, cannycrystals.co.uk. And I'll see you all next week for another episode. Thank you so much for joining. Bye.